episode 27 of Ebook Shebook. I'm Mike. And I'm Becca. And this is the second episode of an intense wrestling filled weekend. If you want to hear our take on SummerSlam and the returns of Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar, go check out episode 26. This episode is all AEW, all NXT, including TakeOver, and of course, the return of CM Punk. Yeah, I mean, we might as well kick it off with the biggest event of the weekend. For sure. Uh, was not SummerSlam, was not NXT, was not anything else, was not any other moment other than the 20 minutes that was the CM Punk return. Over seven years away from professional wrestling. I mean, to him, over 15 years away from professional wrestling. Yeah, he but, said since 2005. Man, it we last saw him in a WWE ring. Mm-hmm. It was the Royal Rumble in 2013, 2014. Maybe 2014. But either way, it's been a while. It's been a very long time. And since that time... We've had lawsuits, we've had podcasts, we've had uh, a UFC venture. I forgot he did UFC for a minute, and like, it writing, was like a minute, too. He's been writing movies and comic books, he's been doing everything but professional wrestling. And now, he's back in professional wrestling. It is so crazy to think and see this happening because even when the rumors started like right after daniel bryan's release and people started saying that daniel bryan was going there that's when the punk rumors started coming in heavy too and i remember just sitting there like we're not gonna get our hopes up we'll believe it when we see it you know he said before that he was never coming back to wrestling and he would even pop up when fox took over for wwe he popped up on a couple of shows so even then we were like you know what he's done with wrestling and it wasn't that he was done with wrestling he was done with sports entertaining yeah that's exactly what it boils down to is that cm punk and i want to break this down like moment by moment because it really was the craziest shit that i've ever seen like i feel like it's it wasn't a surprise no because by it was the worst kept secret yes in the history of secrets but it was so it didn't matter it was still so amazing like AEW, and this is the point that keeps being hammered home. AEW sold out the United Center, a legit NBA arena mm-hmm. where the Chicago Bulls play basketball in Chicago, on just the rumor that CM Punk was going to show up. And they were selling those tickets for a lot of money. They sold out an NBA arena on a rumor. Yeah. No confirmation. Some some expert trolling. Yeah. A hundred percent. Some hints. You know, mm-hmm. here and there. I mean, they all but confirmed it yes. numerous times, but it was still very much a, we're not telling you what's going to happen, yeah. but you know what's going to happen, and we're not going to deny that it's happening. Mm-hmm. And CM Punk, I said this on the podcast, they had to open the show with him. Yeah. They really had no choice, because if you put a show in United Center and you're telling people CM Punk's going to be there, all you're going to get all night is CM Punk chance. Yeah, they had to open the show. On any wrestling show, there's CM Punk chance Mm -hmm. for seven years now. And just the show starts, and to put this in perspective, we were both sitting watching Friday Night SmackDown, and the whole time we're watching SmackDown, knowing that AEW Rampage comes on at 10 p.m., we're just like, 
SmackDown needs to be over, and, and this it is, needs to be 10 o'clock. This is coming from people who love SmackDown. And this is the go-home show for SummerSlam. Yeah. Like, we were excited for this episode of SmackDown, but then but we like, were also ready for it to be over because yeah. we needed to see CM Punk. It was like a week of me in my head, like, I'm ready for this now, I think. Yeah. If they're going to do it, I need this now. Mm-hmm. Waiting for Friday, waiting for 10 p.m. And Meanwhile, if they didn't do it, Chicago was oh, going to straight up riot. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's the that's the takeoff is you're either going to watch for one of two reasons. Because CM Punk's going to be there or these people are going to burn the United Center down to the ground. And you're yeah. going to want to watch either way. <laughs> and it turned out that CM Punk was there and they started off with just two notes of a song that everybody knows just a little, and, and all of a sudden, whew. the United Sender erupts for a full-blown 10 minutes straight. At least. And At like, least 10 minutes. Pops within pops. He mm-hmm. The music hits, pop. They see him for the first time, pop. He hugs the crowd, pop. He, he jumps into the crowd, pop. At one point, he before he even left like where the entrance was, before he even started down the ramp. His let's fucking go, yeah. pop. It was amazing. like, And he was just standing there, just taking it all in. Well, he was a second away from crying. For sure. Multiple For times. sure. And, like, it makes sense. Everybody was like that with their return back. I mean, think about Edge with his return. Absolutely. You know, everybody gets like that, especially after seven years of not having that. And, I mean, when he said, let's fucking go, everybody yeah. went ape shit. And then he starts on the ramp, and everybody's still going crazy. Like, it was... It was such a beautiful and intense and just perfect return. It was so, so perfect. And, you know, he comes out and, I mean, the the entrance alone was enough for admission, was enough to get our time. We were pretty much done, you know, with the show at that point. But he's, now he's got to talk. Because he's got to do something. And he takes his time. They go to commercial break. Yeah. Like, while his entrance is going on, because at this point we're six or seven minutes in, and we come back and CM Punk is going to talk for ten minutes. He's got a new shirt, which, as we've now found out, is the record-selling most-sold shirt ever on ProWrestlingTees.com. In a 24-hour span. In a 24-hour span. Um, And they've run out of those T-shirts and have had to, like, create more. And he sits down and talks about you know, why he's back mm-hmm. and why he was gone for so long. And one of the things that he said was that, you know, if he was basically apologizing for leaving, but also asking us to understand that he was never going to get healthy staying in the place that made him sick. Exactly. This guy still genuinely hates what WWE is, sports entertainment. Mm-hmm. And he references the fact that he left professional wrestling in 2005. Yeah. Which was when he left Ring of Honor to go to WWE. And now he's back in professional wrestling. And it just, it annoys the shit out of me and it should annoy the shit out of every pro wrestling fan that WWE refuses to just be a pro wrestling company. Yeah. Because that's what you are. And it's like, it's just stupid to be like, we're a sports entertainment company. No, motherfuckers, you guys are... Pro wrestling. <laughs> like, we Get know Get over it. it. You need to understand There's it nothing too. wrong with it. No. It's like a dirty this, work. But that's what... 
that's what the fans want. We are pro wrestling fans. This is a pro wrestling fan podcast. We want pro wrestling. We don't give a shit about sports entertainment. Think about what the entertainment part of that is. Alexa Bliss with Lily? Yeah. With a fucking doll? Yeah, we don't need like, that. We don't need that. Like, we, like, pro wrestling can be stupid. But yeah. just fucking, it's pro wrestling. But like it can be fun and be pro wrestling. Stu- yes. Exactly. And this is what CM Punk is back for because it's pro wrestling. And he's already, he's just, he's the biggest star wrestler that just has refused to come back. And a guy that is now 41 years old has spent the last seven years recuperating, training, doing a bunch of other things to get away from what made him sick. Yeah. And he's back to, as he said, to work with all of this young talent. Mm Mm-hmm. And... He calls one of those young talents out. He calls out Darby Allen. And I'm ready for that. Which we... We assumed, yeah. because the way Darby Allen kind of called out CM Punk a couple of weeks ago, he referred to him as the best in the world, and you might be the best in the world, and blah, blah, blah. And then CM Punk does call out Darby Allen, and that was amazing. It, I mean, we're doing September 5th. September 5th, yeah. Just that quick. In It's uh, all out. Yes, and we're getting CM Punk versus Darby Allen, mm-hmm. and... I have no idea how he's going to look. The guy has not wrestled a match in a very long time. Yeah, in at least seven years. Um, I mean, it's not as long as Edge. But, I mean, again, yeah, the comparison Edge, between the two is yeah. that Edge medically had to leave, didn't want to. CM Punk wanted to leave. Yes, but Edge was also, for two years or three years before his yes. return, was wrestling mm-hmm. in a ring with one of the best female wrestlers that there is. Like, and Punk Beth is Phoenix also... could take on any man. I don't know if CM Punk was wrestling, say, his wife AJ, which she definitely, they could well, he definitely wrestle in the ring. Because but... he said... Um, in like the, they had a post rampage media scrum. That's how big this was. They had a whole, like, honestly, uh, they could have done the full conference. hour of rampage, just CM Punk and nobody would have cared. They could have. And in the press conference, uh, people asked him what kind of training he's been doing to get back in shape. And he said, honestly, none. Like it, it, I'm it doing cardio, me for some I'll run the ropes, but like, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to take bumps that he doesn't have to take. Yeah. Um, and just just an insane night, and we don't even have to talk about the rest of the show. I don't even remember what happened on the show. I do remember that I mean, it was not John, a bad show no, by any means, it was a but great it was just show. like, we I, were pretty much done. Yeah, I remember John Moxley was the main event because I love John Moxley. I do not remember who he was wrestling because the whole, after CM Punk comes back, that's all you can think about. Yeah. Even... When SummerSlam is happening the next night, we're still talking about CM Punk. SummerSlam was five and a half hours long. We're still talking about CM Punk. Sunday morning, we wake up, we're still talking about CM Punk. And there were returns on SummerSlam that I wouldn't necessarily say were just like, they didn't fall between the cracks or anything, but CM Punk is a big fucking deal. Well, Vince McMahon, 100%. Gave a call to Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And Becky Lynch and was like, this guy is back on Friday. Mm-hmm. We need, we need something. All hands on deck. Yes. I think Vince McMahon sent out a panic text to everybody <laughs> he knew, including like Mario Lopez. 
Yeah, fucking Mario Lopez was he at SummerSlam. Was we didn't talk about that on the SummerSlam <laughs> episode, but fucking Mario Lopez was here. Wait, there was somebody else that was Tiffany super, Haddish. Tiffany Haddish, super random, random, and like I, I was just cracking up, going. He literally was shaking. Well, he was the scared. There's no part of SummerSlam that I think I'm going to rewatch multiple times. <laughs> I'm going to rewatch Becky Lynch coming back. We watched it twice that night. I'm going to rewatch it like four more times. There's no so doubt in my mind. maybe that. I love Becky Lynch. I'm not going to not watch it. And like the Brock return was great and all, but the CM Punk return right now as we speak on YouTube, this was two days ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, three days ago, whatever Friday was. 5.6 million views on YouTube for just his return. Just the four, not even him talking in the ring. Which honestly, just a four and a half minute entrance. Which, if you have not seen, oh, you're please, out of your mind. Yeah, go watch it, please watch it. Turn, don't turn the volume all the way up, or do if you want to just experience just so much noise. There um, were so many people crying in the audience. Yes, people cry. People were legitimately crying. There's yes. hugs going around. Just like, oh my god, when he came out and hugged Frank the Clown. Yeah. I was so happy. I love Frank the Clown. And I was like, oh my god, that's Frank. That's Frank. And then he was hugging him and then Mick Foley posted like, uh, CM Punk just hugged my future son-in-law. Yeah. Mrs. Foley's baby boy's baby girl's... <laughs> Boyfriend? Boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was Got a big hug from CM Punk. CM Punk came out ice cream bars. Mm-hmm. And it's just... And when he... When he took his jacket off and revealed his mm-hmm. new shirt, because he was hot, he was like, I'm hot in here, and i got to take my jacket off. And then he was saying how he was going to talk, and we just looked at each other, and we were like, this motherfucker needs to sit down. Well, he did. And he, he sat did. down, and that got another pop. It got another pop. Because that's his thing. Yes. Like, it was just so great to see but, like, it. That's the that's the part about CM Punk that WWE never really got, is that he is just... As much you could push him down to the bottom of the card, it doesn't fucking matter. These people love him. Yeah. He's over as all hell. He'll sell you merchandise. Like, if you have a problem with him, that's your fucking problem. Yeah. He was never the problem. And, like, there are people that said that he's hard to get along with. He's a weird guy. He's a. I mean, he's. Yeah, but nine times out of ten, the weird guys are more fun to get. Like, they're more fun to hang out with anyway. He's a straight edge guy. Doesn't do drugs, doesn't do alcohol. So he's not a guy that's, you know, you're going to hang out with a ton, especially back in those days when it was a little bit more reckless. Well, now Um, it's a little bit more. I feel like the guys nowadays would have more fun with punk because they're more into video games than drugs. Well, that's the thing is that you have a new generation of people that grew up watching CM Punk and Daniel Mm -hmm. Bryan. And these are the people that are now coming up. And it's like. You don't have to be a seven foot tall, three hundred pound crazy guy. Exactly. You can be a pretty normal looking guy. Mm-hmm. Just like if you saw CM Punk on the street, obviously we'd know who he was, but he's not like he doesn't stand out. Yeah. Um, as like some massive individual, but he is, and he's so insanely popular and over that again he sold out the United Center just on a rumor that he was there. His merch sold out in one day. Yeah. Like, to the point where they were like, well, we actually don't have this shirt anymore. We're going to have to give you something else. Like, that's crazy. Well, yeah. I mean, there it's – that's what you get with CM Punk. And we're going to get him – he said he's not just here for a part-time deal. He didn't go into specifics about what his deal is. Uh, but he's going to be on Dynamite. He's going to be on Rampage. He's going to be at pay-per-views. And that I first pay-per-view is Darby Allen. And, yeah, we're going to see him on Dynamite. The guy's going to draw viewers. And yeah. this – 
rampage just on again the rumor that he was there Mm -hmm. drove over a million people to watch it which was almost as many people that watched the first ever episode of dynamite yeah and this is just an hour-long show that comes on at 10 p.m and over a million people tuned in to watch that think about what's going to happen when daniel bryan is also on aew it's going to be insane like AEW. Well, is... that's the problem. Is like because there's nothing that's going to beat the CM Punk thing because we've seen Daniel Bryan and, recently. Yes. We've seen Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch. I recently. don't mean like the return of it. I just mean in general, you have these amazing talents, yes. and Daniel Bryan to me is one of the best in the world. Absolutely. And you're going to have all of these top guys in this company where they have more say in their creativeness and they have more say in who they have matches against and what they do and they don't have to work with just aew like they can go work with new japan they can work with impact like it's i get that to vince mcmahon there is no competition but it's getting to a point where aew is no longer going to be your competition it's going to just completely excel well, like, it's, AEW has a long way to go in terms of, like, prof, profitability. Yes. And making more money than WWE. Because well, WWE, WWE is a machine. It's, it's a publicly traded company. Forever. Yes, forever. the sponsorships, just everything, the TV deals. But AEW is becoming the, like, destination viewing for professional wrestling. Yeah. Because, again, you have the opportunities that these people from New Japan are going to show up. People from Impact are going to show up. People from all over the world are going to show up. WWE, you know what you're getting. Exactly. Every week, you mm-hmm. know you're getting Charlotte and you're getting <laughs> Roman Reigns. But, like, you have fucking CM Punk showing up. Yeah. And, I mean, just, that's all it was. That's what that's what Rampage was. There were other matches. Jade Cargill versus Kira Hogan. It happened. John Moxley versus Daniel Garcia. It happened. Nothing else happened on this show. Mm-mm. And that sucks because we love John Moxley here. Big yeah. John Moxley. Fans. I literally have something. Well, I mean, it's Dean you Ambrose. Have a Dean Ambrose. But dollar. he's hanging from my microphone right now. Like, I love that man. And I cannot remember the match because I was, like, at that point, I was rewatching the entrance. I was looking at all of the people's posts about it. Like, I just completely checked out after CM Punk went to the back and said, everybody gets ice cream. And then everybody got ice cream. Everybody got ice cream. Everybody got their ice cream sandwiches and at the CM end. CM Punk will be on Dynamite as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had Dynamite this week. Sting and Darby Allen versus 2.0. Sting still in fantastic time, shape. It was the first time he was wrestling. For the first time on TNT in 20 years. Yeah, and he was in great shape. He looked great. Went I mean, through it was a table, like, no-sold it. Yo, he went through that table and then just stood the fuck up. The like, within a second. Looks better than Goldberg. I could not stand up if I even just, like, fell to the ground right now. Well, of I couldn't stand up the way he stood up after he went through a table. Yeah. That was crazy. Um, Sammy Guevara versus Sean Spears was a great match. I continue to just be on the Sean Spears train. Yeah, he's... I'm not driving it or what, conducting it. It's a train. <laughs> but, like, I'm on it. Yeah, there were so many times that we were just like, oh, my God. Like, because there were just so many things. They're so good. Yeah, Sammy's so great. Good. Sammy got engaged. That was oh, a big yeah. thing. Sammy uh, proposed in the ring. Mm-hmm. Beautiful well, moment. Beforehand and then also well, during. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then fucking Sean Spears had like the grossest line of the week. It was what was it? it like something Sean Spears said something about Sammy Guevara's girlfriend, and like she can be on top. Oh yeah, bro, inappropriate. Oh, I was so mad. I was so mad about that. You got a wife and everything. Yeah, I think that's why because I love Cassie that I was like, ooh, don't say that shit. You have a wife at home. <laughs> it's kind of grimy, but like still in the Sean Spears train. Doesn't matter. Um, Sammy Guevara is great. Fifth labor of Jericho. 
Yeah. Chris Jericho versus MJF. No Judas effect. No, no. Judas song. But... JK, though. A week before, or not even a week before, a couple of days before, AEW posts the lyrics to Judas. Of course, because we all knew. We all knew. This is we another thing this, with AEW. Mm-hmm. It can be predictable, guys. Yeah, that's okay. Because sometimes Shouts predictable to is WWE. okay. It, things can be predictable. Shouts to WWE. Yeah, because they need to understand this oh, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it can, pro wrestling is allowed to be predictable. Mm-hmm. Just like any other TV show. Yeah. If you want to see something happen and it happens, you're going to be happy. Mm-hmm. If you see it coming, you know you're going to be happy. Bran Stark being the fucking king at the end of Game of Thrones was a stupid surprise that nobody fucking liked. Yeah, that's a good point. Shout out Game of Thrones. But same thing <laughs> with WWE. It's okay if it's predictable. Sometimes yeah. the best option is the option that everybody wants to see. Yeah. And Swerves aren't always when, the best. When they put that out, we were like, okay. They're definitely, the audience is definitely going to sing this. And then before the match, because I think this might have been the main event, Jericho had his, like, backstage promo. And he even said, well, however many people were in the audience, all of my friends are going to sing it to me tonight. And I was like, all right, they're definitely fucking singing this. And then sure enough, they sang him out. And it was... It was amazing. I love Judas. I told you guys I listened to that every day. I literally posted about it today. I used the Judas song on the He Book, She Book social media yeah. and on Instagram. I mean, it's a great song. The fans love it. And that's all Jericho needed because Jericho's going to lose this match. Yeah. MJF To won. MJF. Mm-hmm. Um, and as he should have. Yeah. This should have always been the setup for MJF to get this win. Exactly. By whatever means necessary. He's just such a fantastic heel. And again, AEW has their own stars. Mm-hmm. Guys like Darby and MJF, they're like the AEW guys. Mm-hmm. And then you bring in the legends to work with them. The guys like Sting and CM Punk and Daniel Bryan and all the other other guys. It's all supposed to be to bring up the next generation. Yeah. If you just have only a couple choices that are popular and you don't get anybody else over, your product's going to get stale and people are going to get sick of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, lucky for AEW. The, oh, they not, have youth on their side. Yes, but not, And they have more creative freedom. Yes, but also uh, Cody Rhodes came from WWE. Yes. He knew what people liked, what people didn't like. The, Same thing the with The Young Bucks, yep. they come from New Japan. They know what people like, what people don't like. They came together and create AEW, and they're bringing in what people like. Yep. And they're sh- they're proving that these things work, even though Vince McMahon didn't think that they worked, or Vince McMahon's team didn't think that they work. It, it works. Like the predictability of some things work. Having people like CM Punk on your fucking side work. Yep. Like it is silly that WWE couldn't just I don't know put their differences aside and be like Punk, we will For the do money anything. They could have made. Like, Insane. we will do anything to get you back, especially when he was doing that, uh, what was that show, that WWE show? It was uh, backstage. Renee Young, backstage, yeah, mm-hmm. it was Renee Young, Paige, CM Punk, like, he could, they, we thought back then, like, oh, maybe he'll come back because he's doing this, with, like, it maybe he'll come back. definitely helped get those gears started for him. Yeah. To get him back in mm-hmm. that kind of pro wrestling world. Because, I mean, he would tweet about it every once in a while, the Sam Punk chance never went away. Mm-hmm. He obviously knew they were happening. Um, but yeah, just like the predictability of what happened on Dynamite and Rampage. It was great. Mm-hmm. And 
another great product that's been great for years now is NXT, even though oh. we're going to get some kind of revamping I'm of like it. I'm a little bit worried about the revamp, I'm not going to lie. I'm very worried about it. Yeah, because NXT, though it has been claimed as the developmental brand, has for a while been better than the main roster. Well, yeah, and Nick Khan, mm-hmm. who just is... One of the cons in my wrestling. My God, he's been just a nightmare. I know. He's been like the fall guy. He kind of just takes, you know, the yeah, rap which for I mean, all the somebody, bad decisions that have been somebody made. Somebody needs to, and it, yeah. I guess it sucks that it all falls on one guy, but I mean, it, He's it getting is paid handsomely to be that guy. Yeah. And he said that NXT is going to be revamped, and they don't want to have, as he said, indie guys come in and be like the top guys. They want to go back to where NXT was developmental. Which is fine. Yeah. But there's also, like, there's guys that you wouldn't have gotten if this was the thought process the last five years. There'd be no Johnny Gargano, who's a staple of your show. Adam Cole, staple of your uh, show. Like, all well, these Adam guys. Cole. Well, yeah, we don't, we're not going to get into <laughs> Adam Cole yet. But, like, there's nothing wrong with bringing in these awesome wrestlers. Yeah. But, again, they, they would rather have their own homegrown talent. A bunch of big guys. We saw like the breakout yeah, tournament. But it's a think lot of about big guys. What they do with their homegrown guys? Where the fuck is Braun Strowman? Yeah, that's a point. homegrown guy. Where's yeah. he at? But Nick Khan said, that, you know, the reason they made those releases, it was people that they didn't think would move the needle, which is a garbage quote. Because if you don't think the Fiend and Braun Strowman move the needle, your needle's fucking broken. I'm furious. I did not know that quote until just this moment. Yeah. And I'm honestly angry because... But it's okay. We're going to talk but, about NXT because ugh. it was great. NXT, NXT is so good and I'm Indy so and Dexter, scared for the revamp. Indy and Dexter are still together. Johnny's pissed about it. Well, yeah. He tells her that they won't... He doesn't know for sure if they love each other and they won't know for sure if they love each other until they tag together. Of course. Because so, every couple has to have a tag team match against sure. other couples. So they tie together, mm-hmm. and then they win. And then Indy runs over to Beth Phoenix, who at the beginning of this match tells her to breathe and to be calm. And Beth Phoenix is Auntie just, Betty Phoenix. I was going to say, I was going to say Mama Beth, but, like, Auntie Beth, like, that's fine, too. She is so supportive of Indy and Dexter's relationship. She is so here for Index. And Indy runs over to her at the end of this match, and Beth hands her something. And then she runs back in the ring and gets down on a knee. And proposes to Dexter. All right. I'm going to be the Wade Barrett in this scenario. Oh, bring us all the bad news. Because this is moving way too soon. (laughs) You're proposing? You just had your first date last week. Uh, Yes. Yes. I mean, I don't know how well that the end of that date went, but if you're proposing, Dexter's got something going on that we don't know about. But it it feels a little soon (laughs) to be proposing. Good for Indy. Because, you know. Whatever. Women can propose, too. Monica did it to Chandler. Yeah, you're right. Why can't Indy do it to Dexter? Um, I don't know how Candace and Johnny are going to be. Yeah, I don't even uh, think they showed with anything this with them. News. Um, I'm assuming they're not too pleased with it. Uh, but Papa John is going to have himself a son-in-law, I guess. Yeah, for real. Still, well, I no, still no sign of Austin. Yeah, because Austin's gone, so he's yeah. going to need some sort of son, right? And hey. we also had uh, Ilya Dragunov is going to have a match. On NXT. Yo. He bled so much during this match. Cracked, like, right above his eye open. Like, right above his eyebrow. Yeah, like, right before he's about to face Walter at TakeOver on Sunday. 
he gets this just massive gash on his head. Like, it was to a point where we were like, is he even going to be okay? Like, is he going to be cleared to wrestle? Yeah, and I mean, he was cleared to wrestle because at TakeOver, Ilya Dragunov and Volter had an insane match. It was the best match of the weekend to me, and I don't think it was particularly close. This match, these guys beat the shit out of each other. And if you just look it, at their chest, I was just going to say that Dragunov's, yeah, Dragunov's chest at the end was just like it was bleeding, yes. and it was only from ch- from chops and slaps from Walter. Like it, that was so intense. This match was violent. This match was just hard hitting. It was great. It was long, it was but it was so exciting. Good. Like everything Walter did. Nothing kept Ilya it down. It did at get all. to a point where we were like, "Wow, this match is still going on," and it wasn't even that. It I was, was like, like mad when he kicked out of Walter's splash. I thought it was it. I was like, yeah. "This is the time for it to be done." Mm-hmm. Kicks out. This match went on for so long. I'm amazed but that that gash did not open up. I not only that, that was incredible. I was amazed that they didn't gas out. Like yeah. halfway through this match, I was like, "These men are not only just taking a beating; they're giving a beat down, and they are." just as ready as when that bell rang yeah it was two incredible wrestlers just going at it and it was amazing it makes you want to watch nxt uk which i mean i guess we can't because we don't have the network does the cock give it to us i don't know Hmm. i don't know we'll have to check the cock out later Mm -hmm. uh but yeah walter and Ilya dragunov just have this unreal chemistry for real and Dragunov gets the win. Yeah, that dude just does not quit. He's your new NXT UK champion. I hope this means we can get more Walter over in the States. Send Ilya back to the kingdom and have him defend for a while. Mm-hmm. But I I hope to God we get Walter on, like... I'm scared for him to on the main roster, which sucks to say. Yeah, because he could get lost on the main roster. But, like, this guy... He's so easily money. It's so hard to fuck up. And I know that they can. They can, though. Because they're so good at it. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we also had Samoan Joseph and Karrion Cross on NXT. And they just tear down the Capitol Wrestling Center. Yeah. We know they're revamping it, so they decide to destroy it in the meantime. And Meanwhile, the crowd was just chanting, where Scarlet? Because where is Scarlet? And then also... Joe is going to kill you, which is my favorite chant for some reason. It's a bad sign for Karrion Cross that people just want to see his manager slash wife. Yeah. Karrion Cross is not over in Mm-mm. any way, shape, nope. or form. And when Even he's on when the main he, roster, he, beat he gets Jeff no Hardy reaction. And nobody was happy. He gets the win back. He gets no reaction. Mm-hmm. And it's not like he's not, like he's not getting anything. Yeah. And the fans in NXT do not care. They would rather see Scarlet, which I get, you know. Well, we've also said this, like, other than just being a perv, Scarlet does complete his whole package. Yes. And she he, she completes the entrance, she completes all of it, and where is she? I don't know, but, I mean, we're not going to talk about Snow Joan carrying Cross now, because there's still things to talk about at TakeOver. Um, LA Knight and Cameron Grimes, Cameron Grimes gets the win over LA Knight, is your new million-dollar champion. It was okay. Yeah, it was all right. I like, mean, and it opened the show, so yeah. like that it was it was a perfect opener for the show. Yes, uh, Cameron Grimes finally gets that win. Raquel mm-hmm. Gonzalez and Dakota Kai went at it. Yeah, great match. That was a fantastic match. I love me some Dakota Kai, and I know you love Raquel. And it was very I was like, torn, man. I know. I it was. It took not. me a while to figure out who I wanted to pick. I I guessed it correctly. Did. 
It took you until that match started. Yeah. When their entrances started, I was like, you got to make a pick just, here. It's the right choice. Raquel Gonzalez is so good. She's so big. Yeah, because what else would you do with her? This is Dakota Kai's exactly. first time going against her. Yes. She can have another chance, and maybe she can win then. Like, we, Yeah. I mean, I would do this match again in a heartbeat. Yeah. And have Dakota uh, take it. But maybe we won't. But it doesn't look like we're doing yeah. that because Kaylee Ray shows up. Probably the least hyped debut slash return of the weekend kind of got overshadowed a little bit by some other stuff uh well i also think a lot of people didn't necessarily know who she was a hundred percent that was the problem um for those of you who don't know yes kaylee ray um was your nxt uk women's champion for 649 days okay so she's just been in the uk absolutely murdering it and she's i mean she's been around for at least like a decade. She's one of the best female wrestlers in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's she did have a match in NXT uh, either last year or a couple years ago. She was in one of the War Games matches where they brought her over while she was UK champion. And she looks like she's going to be next up for Raquel, which is great for Raquel. Keep feeding this woman yeah. fantastic workers because they mm-hmm. are making her look incredible. And another person that I worry about on the main roster... Although, again, how do you fuck her up? She's just a big, strong woman. Yeah, but you can't say that with WWE because they fucked up Bray Wyatt. I know. They can fuck up a lot of shit. They can fuck up anything. But Kaylee Ray makes her debut, so that's another big get for NXT if we can get her across the pond and staying over here. Her and Walter would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, just gets or just adds to the NXT roster. We also had Adam Cole Bebe. Versus Kyle O'Reilly. A lot of rumors going around about Adam Cole. Yeah. About if he's staying, if he's going, where he's going. Um, We got it confirmed from PW Insider that it was his last NXT match. What that means is either, I mean, he's either going main roster, which he's had a meeting with Vince McMahon recently. Mm -hmm. He either goes main roster or he leaves. Yeah. And honestly, who knows what's going to happen? Because we... We didn't know that that was his last match until he lost. So the first one was just a pinfall. Kylo yes, this O'Reilly was a two wins. out of three falls match between Adam yes. Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. First fall is a normal, just one on one match, and Kyle O'Reilly gets the roll up win. Yes. Quick. And then during the street fight, Adam Cole gets the win. And then there's a steel cage match because it was two out of three. Kyle O'Reilly gets this win, and as soon as that happened, we were like. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. Like, we were, if he, you know, if he wins that, Adam Cole wins that, he's staying on NXT. If he doesn't win that, there are so, so many places he could go. And the fact that during the street fight, he used Dr. Britt Baker. He did. He used her move. And not for nothing, I don't know how many people know this information, Dr. Bray Baker DMD is going to be Mrs. Adam Cole Baby one day. So who's to say he's not going to just jump ship and go be with his almost wife? I don't know, man. I, I don't think that's a great reason to leave a company, particularly. Be- especially no. because my thing with Adam Cole is I think he should stay in WWE. Because at a certain point, and I think I've said this before, at a certain point, if everyone goes to AEW... You're getting lost in the shuffle. You're getting lost in the shuffle. Yeah. We have Andrade that pretty much just got here. We have Malachi Black who pretty much just got here. 
Daniel Bryan's coming. CM Punk is here. Kenny Omega's your world champion. Christian's here. Like, there's a yeah. lot of top talent in WWE right now. Or in, in or I'm sorry, in AEW right now. There's not that much at the top of the card, really, for WWE right now. Yeah. Especially guys that haven't already had that shot at the top. And we said this during uh, last episode, episode 26, that, like, people like Roman Reigns, they did such an excellent job building up Roman Reigns, but they haven't done a good job building up somebody to take out Roman Reigns or to take exactly. out yes. Bobby uh, Lashley. So... I mean, I'm not maybe. putting him against fucking Bobby Lashley. No, That's no, no, for no. Damn I'm, I'm standing by my I want Big E versus Bobby Lashley. But it, people like Adam Cole or a wrestler like Adam Cole mm-hmm. definitely has the potential to be a top heel on the main roster or Adam to take Cole out a top Adam Cole can be the top heel. anything yes, of anything exactly. if you position him properly. Yes. Just tie a rocket to this motherfucker's back and watch him make you money mm-hmm. and give him all the money he wants to do that. Yeah, because, I mean, they were talking million-dollar contract for him. Yeah. And honestly, give it to him. Give it to him. There's not a lot of guys like Adam Cole, yeah. who is still relatively young in this sport. He has not been tainted on the main roster. People, like, a lot of mainstream eyes still have not seen Adam Cole. Yeah. And when they do, the guy's electric. He's charismatic. He's a fantastic wrestler. Mm-hmm. And he might not be—he has the same kind of thing that CM Punk does, where he doesn't stand out to you physically. But— like he said in his promo verse, Karrion uh, Cross, get him in the ring, get a mic in his hand, and he's one of the best in the world. Yeah. Like, he proves that he's the best when they ring the bell. Mm-hmm. And even before that, in promos, just, I th- I would rather him stay in WWE. I don't know what you do with him, but you put him at the top somewhere yeah. and let him figure it out from there. Yeah, I mean, if this was him saying goodbye to NXT. Which he needed to. Yes, Bring him the fuck up. Do yeah. not let him go. They've already made that mistake with other great wrestlers. Do not let Adam Cole be one of them. Well, one of the guys that they let go was Samoa Joe. Yeah. Who just happens to be in the main event uh-huh. of NXT TakeOver 36. Because they were smart enough to bring him back. Yes. They were smart enough to realize that they had fucked up. Triple H specifically apparently texted him like right after he heard about the release and was like, I'm going to call you. And then they figured it out from there. Samoa Joe is working as like a scout now for NXT as well. Oh, that's cool. So he's got cool. some like behind the stage or behind the scenes roles um, to keep him kind of, you know, in some kind of position. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that's great for Joe, especially long term, because yeah, you have real. something to fall back on. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't need anything to fall back on right now Mm-mm. because Samoa pretty. Joe is your new NXT champion. I'm three times so here for it again carrying cross is coming to the main roster we know this I know and that's not gonna fucking work it's not gonna work but we know this because he's already made his appearances on the main roster Scarlet's still not at takeover who knows what's happening and the fans with her. chanted where's Scarlet again we want yes. Scarlet carrying cross I think he can work. He cannot work in this weird gimmick that he has now this whole yeah like, they need a revamp sand it. fucking clock whatever mm-hmm what is it? What is it? An hourglass? Hourglass. Sand clock, hourglass. Same thing, right? Same fucking it's thing. Same you guys thing. know what I'm saying. But it that whole thing doesn't work. I feel like just put him in like a suit and make him a hitman character and he's a he's yeah, just Honestly, he's cool. that would be badass. But this whole like you're you're depending on Scarlet to get him over is not gonna work. Yeah. Um but yeah, Samoa Joe, um I'm gonna refrain from saying he looked great. 
He looked as he looked way better than I thought he was going to look, but he was definitely gassed as shit by the time that yeah, match well, was over. Yeah, I feel like this was his first like actual physically demanding match that was in like, a very long time. Well, that was like the shortest NXT Takeover main event like ever. Yeah, it was maybe thirteen minutes long, mm-hmm. and Joe gets the win via Muscle Buster in his first match in over a year. I was so happy, and, and now mean, please, and, please give us Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunne. Please. Yeah, I mean, I thought they would tease something at the end of it, but they really just gave Joe the moment. First ever three-time NXT champion, and... I mean, they'll give us stuff on Tuesday. They'll give us more information. Oh, I'm sure. I, I really, really And William Regal, that. before the match, asked Samoa Joe to just kick his ass. Yeah, he's like, I'm not... I'm not telling you that I'm picking one side or the other, but I really, really want you to kick his ass. Yeah, and I think it's got to be Pete Dunne next. Yeah, please. I think it's his time. Please. Get Adam Cole out of the way. Get carrying cross out of the way and that main event card says Samoa Joe versus Pete Dunn mm-hmm. and I'm ready Joe I mean for, and, and I'll say this as gassed as he definitely was yeah he made it fucking work no he's got it he's incredible in the ring and, and like he's also great on the mic so like exactly he, he could have he's short believable. matches he's still going that's a to guy that dominate. stands out on yes. the street you look at him and you're like I don't want to fuck with that Mm-mm. guy no. no way. And, and, like, he, I don't know, he's just a very intimidating guy, and he just powerful in general speaking and wrestling. I, I just want to see him versus Pete Dunne. I'm so ready for it. Yeah, and I think we get it. And, I mean, that is just the end of an incredible weekend of wrestling. We ended on a high note with NXT TakeOver. Um, Sam Punk is back. Sam <laughs> Punk is back. And and that's it, guys. That's it. Thanks for sticking with us for two episodes this week. If you didn't listen to episode 26, go back and listen to that. If you want our uh, takes on all of SummerSlam and the week of WWE wrestling that we had. And also make sure to follow us at HeBookSheBook on social media. And don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Monday wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.